You ever see Chevy Chase's impression of Gerald Ford falling down? Oh, yeah, right. That's what's so funny about, like, uh, how, like, shallow people's knowledge of history is, is that that's all anybody can tell you about Gerald Ford, <laughs> is that he fell down. Ask anybody about what Bill Clinton actually did in office. He was president for eight years. Wow. He got his dick sucked. Huh. And he did the thing with a cigar. I didn't even realize he was president for eight years. Yeah, two, two-term president. He did a lot. I mean, like, but that's all. Once people pick out one thing, it's like, that's your thing. When I grew up in the ghetto, uh, well, not even the ghetto, but more of a urban school that wasn't many white kids, all the black kids used to call me Bill Clinton. They'd be like, little Bill. Wow. Little Bill Clinton. Hey, that's a good thing. I kind of look like him. Yeah, a little bit. My hair, maybe. Yeah. A little bit country, but also like, you know, a little slick. Yeah. Slick Willie. Slick Willie. <laughs> Um, I know I made the most money I've ever made in my life when Clinton was president. That's what something I could stand by. Wait, what? I don't know if that means anything. Before the year 2000? I was working at the car wash and dude, it was just... Wait, no, you were like 14. No. 15? It was 2003. Ah, Clinton was president from 92 to 2000. Oh. That was George Bush. Oh, so the most money I made was when Bush was president. Oh, yeah. I wonder why that was. Post 9-11? Well, that was just because you happened to be that age. I mean, you were like like prime, like working. Well, not prime, but you were of a good working age where... Man, dude, how much does a boss love it when they get some 18-year-old kid? They know Eager. they need him. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you just, especially if you know the kid's got a car note. A car note? A kid? Oh, you got kid. two kids? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I got you. Let me put, your matter of fact, I need you to come in Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> We're not your, giving you any paid time off. Yeah, think about your family. <laughs> right. They whisper it in your ear, dude, these bosses. Oh, yeah. You know, when you do something so long, it's just second nature to you. I was a boss for 10 years. People might say, yo, that guy's an asshole. It's like, no, I'm just doing what a boss would do here. I'm not going to work Saturday. I'm Somebody's got to play that role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, someone's got to come in. Somebody needs to open up Saturday. It's so funny, too, because back when I was that age, I was working retail. And it's like basically minimum wage, you know, a couple bucks more minimum wage. And I was a college student, broke. But then, yeah, there's one guy at that job who's like making the same money I make, but he's got two kids. Yeah. And a wife. And huh. it's like, oh, wow. I'm coming in hungover, and it's like just trying to get through the day. This dude is like, you can see somebody, the pressure on somebody's face yeah. when they really need the money like that. Oh, yeah. You know <laughs> when you could really tell? I've worked with plenty of guys like that, and they'll have a little thing. They'll stash a little dollar bill away here and there. <laughs> yeah. And they like it's so secretive. They, their wife don't know they got 20 oh, yeah. bucks in the trunk of their car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to have a little something away from the missus. <laughs> <laughs> but man it's brutal just watching because i remember i was like 18 and this guy was like 20 yeah and in my mind it was like he was like a grown adult uh, looking back he was a, a kid right and he was like i cannot believe him, the amount of pressure that guy must have been under to i don't even know what he was how you make that work yeah same amount of money too 12 bucks and no 14 bucks an hour wow you're raising kids i don't know how my father did it now that i'm on my own and i'm like I mean, he worked hard, you know? That's why I try to thank him as much as I could. I was a young, childish kid. I was a punk. Oh, we had it rough and this and that. But thinking about it, dude, I mean, we had food. You know, we did we did. Well, you stuff. were working, too, pretty early. Yeah, I was, but still, dude, he had two kids, man. We had cable. We had air conditioner in the summer. Right. I couldn't do that. I couldn't swing that type of money. Yeah. Kids always eat. Me and my brother always ate. Right. I know my dad would be, have to be getting mad at how much we'd eat. 
Wow. Like eating out of boredom. And <laughs> he didn't, like, he earned his money. He had to paint cars and he got hurt to make his money. Well, those guys too, it's like, you have to, they're not like, these aren't complaining kind of guys. No. Where it's like, no, that's just what you do. Yeah, it's that whole thing. I think me and you talked about this before. My father grew up without a dad, so he didn't want me. He's like, yo, my son's going to have a dad. Right, yeah. And now, see, I had a dad that worked. So, you know, I'm probably going to have some estranged kids running around. Right, yeah. Then they're going to have kids, and it's going to be good for them. I'm going to create good fathers. Man, it must be like, think about it, if you grew up like poor, poor, though, and you couldn't afford to eat, and then you got kids that are just like overweight. Yeah. You'd be psyched. Yeah. It's like, look at my boy. You made it. This yeah. boy is big as hell. My son. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. This kid eats three Happy Meals at once. Look at his ankles. Yeah, right? Pointing out things this you always wish you had. kid's got sodium. Yeah. There's sodium in his blood. Can't see a vein on him. <laughs> I was growing up, all my veins showed. Yeah. Yeah, it's always you want your kids to have what you didn't have. So I don't know, man. I, I I don't know if I'd be able to buckle down and do that type of job. I'd skip the country, dude. Well, it's just about like... <laughs> who's like the star of the show right because it's like we got i think we both had the kind of parents where it's like no that's like we're putting it all into the kids but it's like if you're like a show business parent where like you're trying to be famous yeah then your kids are basically it's more like a burden right where it's like i gotta deal with this but like no that like old school mentality is like no this is ever it's all for the kids yeah i'll do whatever i gotta do i know a guy uh from my hometown actually and he's he was doing his thing a little bit but, dude, right after high school, he, he w- saved up two years, worked to try to – he moved to L.A. or Here, he went to Juilliard. He saved for it or something. Yeah. But he was saying – he's like, yeah, man, I was too old. You can't start acting when you're 20. You got to start when you're two. Wow. So he started his daughter acting classes two years old. Like, wow. I don't even know what you would teach him. She's been in commercials, a Disney show. She's like seven now, got a nice resume. But that's really the thing now. You got to really start acting when you're about two years old. It takes so long to become successful <laughs> that it's like, yeah, you start them acting at two and then they actually get successful at like 30. Right. But they're 30 years old playing a 12-year-old. Right. Something like that. Yeah. And then they never had that two-year-old childhood. And then you wonder why Hollywood people are fucked up. Right. And it's like you've been <laughs> under that much pressure for that long. Yeah. Let's think too. Kid. It's like, I don't think either of us had that much pressure from our parents. No. Your dad wasn't like, I need you to become a successful comedian. No, no, no. Just, your dad's like, no, we got to, you got to get good at washing cars. Yeah. Work Eventually hard. you become the manager, you work hard. Maybe you end up getting married and having kids or something, but you didn't have show business parents. Right. Think about that. Yeah. You got to do it better. I told you, Tootie, it's like this. But bam, 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 bam. Well, just think if you had a parent who was like, no, you got to go do open mics tonight. Right. Yeah, you got to do four mics tonight. Yeah. That would have been a totally different game. Well, isn't that type of the parents you grew up with, weren't they? Like, isn't your brother like a doctor or something? No. Nah. My, oh, dad, my brother racist. is like, uh, no, no, he's like a software. He works in like coding. He's doing well. But my parents weren't like uh, super strict or anything. But they made you go to college. No. Nah. Oh, I, it really? Was just, it was just expected. I mean, everybody goes to college in my town. Yeah, my high school. Everybody, you go to some college at least. Did you have that movie moment with your friends where you guys? It was like the last day of summer, and you're like, "All right, man. Well, I'm going to OU. Give them hell," and like all that, or like you guys had a long night with girls, and one of you guys. It was like a slow peel off. Yeah, but like I was the only one out of my friend group that like moved out. Everybody else went to college, like in the na- in like the area. Yeah. But I moved from the Bay Area to L.A. 
uh, I wouldn't, I didn't even really go to college at that point. I just went to community college in LA, but I was trying to do like music. Oh yeah. So I, I like left from, yeah, I was like, it was kind of a weird move in retrospect, but it was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go make it in LA. I was 18 years old. I didn't know, didn't know anybody in LA. Wow. I just moved out. I lived in some guy's house that I just found like on Craigslist. Wasn't even like college student situation. I moved into like a weird like adult situation <laughs> and then I started working and you know, went through it like that. But yeah, I mean, it would, uh, in retrospect, it would have been a much easier path for me if I took something more structured and conventional. Like what? Nah, you go to college. If you go to a regular college with like dorms and stuff, then it's like they tell you, you know, you're going to sleep here, yeah. you go to class, you work in this area. But I really like jumped into like being a regular adult pretty quick. Dude, that's wild. You did 18. You went out to L.A., bro. I didn't, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes some guts, dude. I In retrospect, though, I mean, like I didn't start doing comedy until like 10 years after that. But if I was one of these kids that we see that are doing open mics when they're 16. You're 14. 14. And it's like if I would have moved out to New York and gone through this bullshit part that we're going through now and got that out the way. Yeah. I'd be, yeah. I mean, I'd be in it at this point. Yeah, when you see these people that tell you, oh, I've been doing comedy 20 years and they're 32 years old, it's like, dude, how? Yeah, right. <laughs> I wonder, though, I mean, like, I guess you don't see too many, like, when people talk about show business parents, it's always acting. Yeah. No, but there's no show business parents for writing or for, like, being a, a comedian or something. Oh, it's interesting. Everybody is, like, has their vision of their kid as being, like, toby mcguire or something well i seen the new ones the new show business parents are the youtube people i seen a uh, guy yeah right this dude on tiktok was bragging how his son's like seven and made a million dollars last year on his youtube channel <laughs> his son generated a million dollars for the father <laughs> right yeah, yeah well that's Playing the new thing toys. too where it's like i mean like uh parents now where it's like you have a kid and you think your kid's gonna be kind of cute it's like start giving that kid boxes to open right yep Get them started now. Like I, I think when you're like when you when your kids like, how old do you have to be to open a box? Like at least two, two, two and a yeah, half, maybe three. Half. Right around two and a half, three. I if I was like a parent and I had a kid now, I'd start just like giving the kid boxes with nothing in it at first. Yeah, just get them practicing on the box open skills. Yeah, give them some scissors. <laughs> yeah, right. Just throw a couple bananas in there. Imagine the views you give them a razor knife. But I think not even that. It's just practice. Yeah. I'm just going to practice holding my phone here. You're going to practice opening a box and being surprised. And then by the time you're like four years old, yeah. it's like you got that shit down. And you got to make sure you give them one of those cool names like Dylan. <laughs> Is that a cool name? I mean, come on. If they're like, now nah, Dylan's opening boxes, you'd watch that. Little Dylan. If somebody's like, Joe's going to open this box, you'd be like, come on. <laughs> yeah, right? Why do you name your kid Joe? Wait, he's going to be a plumber? Well, it's like the kid's got to practice being like shocked yeah. and being delighted. And if that kid, if you have a kid who can like radiate delight and it's like, yeah, that kid's going to be like, by the time they're 10 years old, they're already like an established brand. Yeah. It's the modern day chimney sweeps. I hate <laughs> yeah, to right. say it. Opening boxes. <laughs> who would have seen it? Yeah. Dude, I wish I would have had something. I mean, here's the one thing what I noticed with, um, I don't know about acting because I'm never really around it, but with comedy, when you see these guys that started when they were 12, a lot of them aren't really talking about anything, you know. I don't know. If They've that, been in clubs this entire time. Yeah, they never got. They never to, did like regular shit. Yeah, like they, you talk to them, they never had a job. I don't know how I would be able to relate to all these people I'm in front of if I just never had a job ever in my life. That's true. Yeah. Even now, though, I mean, like, 
most of the time you don't totally have to relate to the crowd as much as it is just like those guys though it's like when you've been on stage that much from that young of an age you do there is something you can see in them yeah just in a stage presence right yeah they've been doing it forever but um yeah i mean you could tell all this person's definitely seasoned a little even that though still seems healthier than being like a kid who has to go to auditions every day yeah and has to audition to be in little mermaid and it's like how how like a six-year-old kid can handle that kind of pressure mind-blowing to me do you remember the kid at the creek everybody was thought was funny to get him drunk and have him smoking weed and cigarettes he was like 13 (laughs) well i don't think he was actually 13 he was actually like 18 but he looked like he was like 10 no was he are you just saying that for the i'm talking about a kid that actually was young oh maybe we're talking about someone different yeah no this kid was in high school wow Dude, I swear he was like 13. I talked to him. Jeez. 13, 14. They're like, yeah, we start him off early. People are making videos with him. Wow. I don't know where he's at now. Probably famous. I feel like if you're a parent, one thing that you should always like, a red flag you can see with your kids, if your kid's going to be a weirdo, you never want to have kids that hang out with somebody who's more than four years older than them. Right. Your kids should always have friends that are just about their... It's not that hard to have friends your age. Right. When you're a kid, you're in school. Everybody's in your grade is the same age. But once you... Have you ever had... you grow up with any of these kids who are like 14 and they were just growing out, hanging out with grown men? Dude, I've seen it so... <laughs> dude, there was a girl... I remember she was 14 or 15, probably 14, to be honest with you. And her boyfriend was like 27 years old. (laughs) It's just like, oh, I mean, it's dark, especially if it's like a girl. Yeah. Even if it's a guy, though, if it's just like a boy and he's like eight years old and he's hanging out with teenagers. Right. And it's like, there's no way this is going to work out good for this kid. Yeah, and but the thing is, the one I'm talking about, it wasn't even secretive with the parents. Yeah. The parents would be cool with it. Well, they're like, those kids are like proud of it. They'll end up smoking cigarettes. They'll be making all the dumb mistakes that... Uh, even if it's like, even if you can avoid getting pregnant and like doing all this on drugs and alcohol, you just, your brain gets fucked up. Yeah. If you're that young and you think that you're supposed to be older... Most of the time when a parent lets something like that go down, yeah. it's because the parent's doing something messed up too. Yeah. And they got this a mutual thing. Hey, I won't tell on you. You don't tell on me. But I think it's also it's like emblematic of what the kid, if any kid who thinks he's cooler than people his age, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Even if the kid's not a total fuck up, it's like, no, this kid's got an ego. Right. He thinks he's too cool to play with, with cars. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be done with him. Yeah, he's going he's going to be one of these kids that like, you know, he's like a, you know, singing opera or something. I remember my brother's 4 years older than me and there was, you know, his friends were a couple years older than him, so I was around kids that were 6 and 7 years older than me and uh I quit playing with toys early because of that. And then I regretted it, and I tried to go back <laughs> yeah. when I was like I don't know. 14. Or, try to go back to being a kid? Oh, you can't do it. But even, yeah, I mean, even if it's like you try to go to a different friend group, and then you try to come back, it's like, nah, bro, we, it's too late. Dude, yeah. You got to play We're with toys Donkey as long Kong as now. you could. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's different if it's like you got an older brother, because I have an older brother, too, so I'm hanging out with my older brother's friends. But it's the kind of kid who doesn't have friends his age. Yeah. Just That's everybody. weird. The neighborhood people come over. I'm going over Tony's. <laughs> be 50 years old. <laughs> right, we're gonna with go him. watch football. We had a, a step uncle Butch, and uh, 
you know, I was told I was never allowed to hang out with them, and for good reason, because my cousins that did ended up getting on dope and in prison. Yeah. And Butch would, you know, you know, you get these people, they think they're doing good. Anybody, the real problem is the person that's 50 hanging out with the 14-year-old. Yeah. It's like, where's your, even if it's nothing nasty, it's just, we're going to hang out. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't got shit to do. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, they'll tell you, well, I figure I got to be a good step uncle. I showed him how to shoot dope. Don't want him killing himself. Wow. And it's like then 10 years later, the dude kills himself on the dope. It's like, yeah, why don't you tell him, hey, never do this. That's this a was a red step. flag on both sides there. Step uncle, dude, lived in a van. <laughs> it's always the step uncle. Well, it's funny because like people, there's so, always like a big debate whenever there's like uh you know, Robert De Niro is 70 and he's dating whatever 30 year old or something. And there's yeah. like an age gap. And it's like, I, I understand why that's gross. And it's like, there's something a little weird about that, but it's also weird if they're just friends. Right. If it's like any time it's like, yeah, this guy's imagine being like back when you were like 25 and it's like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out with like a 13 year old kid for a while. Yeah. Dude. We're just going to do regular shit. It's like that. Something's weird about that. That's why I never did the big brother program. Yeah. I remember everybody's doing it. I'm this like, creepy. Why, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah, you don't got shit your own age. We're going to the batting cages. Those people are always weird. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's like an ego thing because you want to be like the guy who like knows how everything works. And you got a little kid who's looking up to you. Yeah. I think the stereotypes around... I don't think I could even do it, to be honest with you. I think white people have developed white guys. We have a stereotype for being such weirdos. If you seen me with a 13-year-old kid to go play baseball, you'd automatically, if you didn't know (laughs) me, you would just be like, this is wrong. Especially if the kid's Chinese. But if I was black, you'd be like, hey, he's trying to help out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's OG. Oh, you give me a Chinese kid? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I knew a girl adopted a bunch of kids and gave them a paper route, and then she was getting money every uh, year from wow. them. The government pays you. She had, like, housing breaks. She was telling me, she's like, it's a great small business. She was trying to talk me into it. Wow. It's one of those kids who just adopts a bunch of kids for the tax breaks. They had paper routes. Yeah. Dude, they did, delivered every paper in the city. Yeah. These kids dragging the little paper bag. And I'd, I'd tell him, I'd say, James, I told you the front porch. <laughs> and he'd be, okay. He didn't even know what he's doing. Wow. Delivering my paper kid was like four, five years old. Before school, she'd drive him around. Well, you figure, I mean, like, I guess we, we, we can judge these people, but I guess it's better than nothing, maybe, right? Yeah, she I mean, was. Kids are gonna do be on the street. I guess you give them something to do. Yeah, I mean, you might as well put them to work. Yeah, right. Adopt them and put them to work. I she guess had, you see it like if you're on the train now and it's a kid who comes in selling candy. Oh yeah, those kids. It's like it's not like they're, they're not running a small business. This is like they're working for somebody else who like fronts them the candy. Well, they're working for their mother or their father or their uncle. It's their uncle probably. Yeah, I feel like it's their uncle who's like who goes up to the Bronx and buys a box of M and M's. Yeah, like, no, you got you got to bring back. 15 bucks step uncle i'm gonna charge you eight and it's yeah like you get to keep the difference teach you something about business yeah right give him the money dude i was I living feel bad somewhere. for those kids i guess me too dude dude that's even worse than that selling candy please dude yeah. i live somewhere where the uncle the step uncle had people robbing did i ever tell you that story i was living on ravenwood see you moved out to a situation where you had an adulthood and you had somebody living there yeah i moved out 
and I was the. Oh, you adult. bought a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You jumped to like twenty years. No, I didn't have nobody there to be like, yeah, what are you doing? You don't light off fireworks in the house. Like, right. I'd be doing that stuff at eighteen and seventeen. Yeah. And uh, but dude, we lived in you know you live in shady places when you move right. out that young, because you can't get you know dude yeah, you're in yeah. high school you can't really get a real house anywhere, and. Uh, I was, what do you call, I had one spot I lived at because it didn't have any water. The people didn't tell me either. And I honestly want to make amends with them, but they were like, yeah, no, they just let me move in with no paperwork, just on trust. And then I get there, and then there's like a $2,000 water bill that they left. Right. And so they shut off the water permanently. Then people told me, nah, I told you that you got to just put every month, put some money towards the water. They'll cut it back on. I'm like, dude, I'm not paying your water bill off. To, right. Like, but, dude, I was. it was in the ghetto, dude, and we were, we were living there. And a, there was kids stealing our stuff, dude, young, like 7 and 10. Right. And the uncle was outside, the step-uncle. He was mad they didn't get it. Wow. I didn't know, dude. I grabbed my gun and run downstairs. They're kids. I'm like, guys, you got to leave. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. These kids just robbing my house, and I go outside. The step-uncle's in the front yard. He's like, y'all ain't get this stuff. And wow. I'm like, yo, man, what are you doing? He's like, they'll be back. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, at least you didn't shoot those kids. But it's like, I guess it is safer than an adult robbing you. Right. Or that adult would have got shot. So. What if those kids shot me? I don't know if I could bring myself to shoot somebody. Yeah. It's like, what are you even protecting? I'm a terrible point? shot anyway. Yeah. I went to go practice, dude, street lights. I couldn't, I couldn't hit a damn street light to save my life. I think it's much people like movies really give you an expectation of how good of a shot you're supposed to be. Yeah. And just being able to, you know, boom like that. I think it's much, much harder than people realize. You don't realize, like, I don't know if this is all guns or the one I had, but some of these little 25 automatics, dude, you shoot them, the bull- you see the bullets just going. They're not going straight. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's designed for, like, close up like this. Yeah. Like, yeah, shooting somebody from this close. And even then, it's like, that's why you're supposed to shoot center mass. And it's like when you watch movies, you watch John Wick and it's, he's just doing do double right. taps. And it's like, no, that's not how. Yeah. You ever see. And especially once you get into those other movies where you see the people holding the gun sideways. sideways. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, why are you trying to be cool doing that? Like, yeah, yeah, it does look cool, but it's like, yeah, there's a reason why guns are designed in a certain way. Right. And there's also there's certain times when you need to look cool. And certain times where the the job you're doing is more important. Than you gotta handle business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and hopefully the other guy is also trying to look cool with his gun because yeah. we're in trouble then. You're capping somebody <laughs> sideways. The other guy's using two yeah. hands with the scope. Half, and then you gotta have that <laughs> that conversation. Yeah. Half this shit <laughs> yeah, right. is yours. Yep. And then the other dude's like, "I just want my son back." <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get your little cool line in. Yeah, it's like, no, you would have been better off just squeezing. J-Rock, tell your father what a man is. <laughs> a man's somebody that provides for himself. Pap! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Say hello to God. Ten years. Yeah. Your mom's on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know, man. I could never, if somebody's robbing me, I don't know if I'd be able to pop them. I think the only time I'd be able to do something like that is if I had kids and I thought they were going to get kidnapped or something. Yeah. But there's nothing else that I own that's like worth doing that over, I think. Now, how's it work if your kid gets kidnapped? Do you still have to pay child support to the mother? I'm asking that's for a, good a question. friend. No, I don't know. Yeah. But that is, dude, I feel you re- bad. You report that kid missing. 
It's like, now nah, he's off the books now. Yeah, because then you could just have him living with you, a little fake name, go down to Tijuana. That's what I was thinking about, like, kidnapping. It's like, it's such a weird crime to commit. Cause it's like, you are just taking a bill on right. somebody. Yeah. Like, you got to feed this kid. So right. It's like, you're just taking the responsibility from somebody else. Well, I don't know if the people taking them are really feeding them, to be you honest. You got to feed. I mean, like, what's the point of kidnapping something if it's not, if you're not going to keep it alive? Right. Unless you really are already going to flip it and sell it to somebody else. But it's like. Dude, did you see that thing in Cleveland? Like, 30 kids went missing? Nah. I wonder what that shit's about. Wow. Dude, I've seen one on TikTok where the dude tried grabbing somebody's kid. That is insane to me that somebody could even. So much of this stuff on TikTok, though, it's just like people working themselves into a frenzy. Right. Thinking that like, oh, you know, target parking lot. That's, that's where they're getting oh, kids Oh, yeah. Down. Put the zip tie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch out for this. Well, it's like they're like inventing hand signals that they got to give to each other. And like, here's if they put this on your door, then you're in trouble. When <laughs> so. I see these people going to court that did this crazy stuff and the father shoots the person you got to give that father a pass you better not give him crime like you got to be like look we get it six months probation you did what you had to do you did what you had to do yeah even then though it's like if you're that father and you do go to jail it's like all right that guy's in jail feeling pretty good right yeah and then, you know, you never know. Yeah, I guess you would. You feel like, hey, I did it. I bet even in jail, everybody's like, you know how they do so they do to like child molesters in jail. Right. They do the opposite of that if you're that guy in jail. You know, these jail shows with the kids getting arrested, I've seen it, like people doing life at 14 and 15. Yeah. And I've known people that went to jail and they told me, that, you know, the, the sex shit's real. Like you're getting banged in there, dude, whether you want to. Well, it depends, I think, on like how, how long you're doing. If you're in those places where people are doing, you know, life sentences, then yeah, I bet that's like that. But if you're just like in jail for a couple of years and everybody else is only doing like five years, I don't think they're really banging like that. Well, sometimes it depends on the, you could be in a pod with killers, even though it's, it depends on the crime. Right. Yeah. Like I've had friends, some of my best friends did 10 years and dude, they were, they're like, look, man, I, you know, you know, your other friends try to joke around. You ever get banged in there? And you could see it on their face. They did. Wow. And they're like, you know, why shit you trying? Shit ain't funny. Yeah. <laughs> trying to eat dinner and shit, man. Yeah. Do, but you know, they, you know what they do in prison? The way they get you is they'll hold the razor up to your throat, and then they make you put the Vaseline on your asshole yourself because right. They'll check if you say me and you were in prison. Yeah. And you wanted to bang me, or say you know yeah. you did, and then I go and say, yo, this guy he banged me. They will check and see if you have Vaseline residue on your finger. Oh, wow. Because if you do, then you could get in trouble for banging the dude. It's a crime in prison. Oh, wow. But if you're not cool with the depths, from what I hear, you want to be cool with the depths. Because if you're not, they'll just laugh when you're getting banged. They'll be like, hey, you're not so cocky now, are you? Wow. You know, look at his face. Look at his face. And uh, Man, you were already in that fucked up situation as the prisoner, but then you got a guy making fun of you too. Right. Uh, that's a double. And not to mention, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, I'm already kicking me when I'm down. Come on. And there's no protection involved. Yeah. But you know, if when you see, oh man, this is crazy. This guy, he got sentenced to life when he was 15. Yeah. I almost think it, I would rather be sentenced to life at 15 than 20 because you know how they feel about pedophiles in prison. Nobody's going to bang that kid. Like, uh, you, you got five years. <laughs> the thing is, I think if you're that kid and you get banged, it's like, I mean, that's like the the top. You're getting banged by the king at that point. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they hate pedophiles in prison, though. 
Well, I think like the lower levels do, but I think once you get to like you know Vito Corleone level, yeah, it's like that guy can do what he wants. Oh uh, yeah, he's the guy in there. That's like getting fresh oysters. Yeah, once you're like that's like the Kevin Hart of jail. <laughs> yeah, it's like nah, he can. He's got carte blanche. Bring him to me, <laughs> like that Van Damme movie. Yeah. You get a little, you taste a little. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's wicked, but that's how people live, man. And then if you have no money in jail, like Florida jails, uh, yeah. you're screwed. You need to have money or you're getting beat up or banged, dude. Wow. Florida jails are no joke, man. Those cats are wild boys down there. You ever seen those prison shows about jail in like uh, Cambodia or like one of those like uh, tropical countries? No, I want where the to. the jail man. is like a city where it's like the jail is that they just put you in the jail and then everything in the jail is run by the prisoners. Wow. But it's almost like it's a better system because you end up, it's like if you just put a bunch of guys together and you lock them in a cage and you give them all the food at once, they make their own little government. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's going to be would. one strong. It's like a, the way you see like an ant colony where there's like a queen bee, yeah. a queen ant, and then there's like a little bureaucracy that forms around them with lieutenants and like there's levels to it. Yeah. People make, if you just give a bunch of guys, you give, uh, let them figure it out themselves. They'll figure out a system. It'll probably be a similar system to what we have here. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, they're going to be, it's in their best interest to keep things orderly. Yeah. They're not, they don't want to, you know, they don't want it to become chaos because they got to live with it too. Keep the money moving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's just going to be really who's stronger and who's not. It's the same thing when you're out. Who's the crazy one? Right. Man, going to prison overseas, though, I always think it's like, no air conditioning. Yeah. Ah, it's all sweaty. It's got to be terrible. But isn't there some prisons like that are even nicer like overseas? Like, isn't the prison in Japan nice? I think it's nicer. It's more like a holding cell. They don't. Yeah. But are people really committing? What type of crimes are people committing in Japan? Like, uh, not as much, not very much. But like the prisons, the legal system in Japan, it's like if you get arrested and you get charged with a crime, it's like that's it. You don't even got to get, I mean, the conviction is like, it's happening. Everybody, oh. everybody gets convicted. Oh, wow. So it's not like America where it's like, you could get a good lawyer and it's like, maybe you get a jury or something, but it's like, no, nah, if you get arrested in Japan, you're out. Wow. Yeah. I know China, they, you know, you can't, I don't know if it's all of Asia or maybe it's Japan. Maybe you'd know, you know, the phones, you can't get an eye, all the iPhones, even if you silence it, the camera still goes chick because of all the yeah, perverts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey man. A lot of people are perverts. Yeah. I mean, in America, people are probably still doing that same shit. Yeah. You get perverts everywhere. Are they worse overseas? Yeah. It's funny that we were talking earlier about like uh, like moving, people move abroad. Yeah. And you're trying to like escape things. But it's so, it's so funny to me that so many like, because now there's like a lot of old people in America who like move overseas to retire just because it's cheaper. But like, what is that like to be 65 years old and you've spent all this time working and living in America and then just up and move to Cambodia? Uh, I don't know if Cambodia would be the one. I don't know what it looks like there. A lot of people. It's like a tropical country. Oh, so maybe it's pretty. I know a lot of people that will go to Mexico when they're on the run. I don't know if it's some system, what we don't deal with Mexico. Yeah. Because if you got like 80 grand in Mexico, certain parts of Mexico, you're set. I always feel like, what's that like to be like, just like as an experience, just knowing that like, cause you, you get that old, most old guys, it's like you get stuck into a routine. 
Yeah. Where it's like, I know where I go to get eggs and I know this and I go to my, here's my dentist here and I know this bartender for a hundred years. But then it's like, it's almost like being born again. It definitely is. You know, <laughs> it's a brand them new country being what they always wanted to do. Like I've came across older people in my life that completely changed when they were about 75 wow. or 70. Cause they just do what they want. Like, dude, I, I met one, one, um, person on a cruise once and they were you know an older lady she fought in the war i guess in like um vietnam she fought in vietnam hey, what? yeah she was in the navy but well, she okay, was yeah, yeah. she was a man before oh, okay, married yeah. three kids and she actually worked for i guess she was telling me she worked for the cia and had clearance cards and all this pressure her whole life and she just said, you know, when I turned 75, I got breast implants. It was hard for her to even find a doctor to do it. Right. And then she's like, I always became, I always wanted to be a woman. And I'm just going to, she's like, my biggest regret in life, this is what she told me, was never having a dude uh, bang me up the right the ass. And she's like, now nah, I don't know if I waited too long. It's oh, crazy. You're, since you're in your 70s, it's like yeah. you're going to hurt yourself at that point. Uh, but also it's like, yeah, that's a crazy big regret to have. Like, I don't know. Who am I to judge? Well, I mean, it's like if you just never had sex the way you want to, I, I guess. Yeah. People are thinking like that. But yeah, that's the problem, though, is that if you wait that long to chase your dreams, it's like you can no longer pull that. You're going to hurt your legs. Right. Yeah. People do it. I know another guy. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to go to Mexico. He's been saying it for 20 years. He has the countdown. He's like, when I'm, I think the retirement age is 68 now. Yeah. He's like, when I'm 68, which is crazy for a retirement age. You know, if you don't have a government job, dude, you're pretty much working from the time you're about 12 or 14. I don't know when people start working. 14. Yeah. Till you're 68. I mean, that's only going to get higher, too. How? Social Security. Well, it's like that's how people live longer now. When they first made the Social Security age at 65, people used to live until they were 72. Now people live until they're like 90. Wow. So it's like unless you really have money saved up, it's like you got to live somehow at the end. It's the prison system. They're like, Look, yeah, we're changing that but a little. But even though, though, I mean, like if you're 75 years old, I mean, your body is... Even if you're in in shape, your body is still kind of fucked up. Yeah. And so now you got to be kind of fucked up and you got to live in Mexico. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to live in somewhere where you don't speak the language, really. And it's like you don't know how to get on a bus. Or like, you don't know how to tell people to bang you up the ass. You'll be like, Perquito. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, just, they keep pouring stuff down yeah. there. And you're Chicho. like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't. They got your little dictionary out. Yeah, <laughs> you got Google Translate. And I don't know how they feel about that. You can't just go up to some of these Mexican gangbangers and tell them to, you know, put it inside. <laughs> right. Hey. A key. Yeah. A key. Por favor. <laughs> oh man, I, dude, I, I'm gonna end up going to another place when I have money. I think I could totally see myself. Like, I bet the fantasy though for most of these guys who dream about like retiring abroad it is like i'm gonna get 22 year old wife yeah probably i spend my whole life not getting girls or just like struggling so hard and it's like once i get some money i'm gonna move to the philippines and they have that vision in their head you know marlon brando kind of guy yeah where it's like i'm gonna just get two girls and do all this weird porn shit right but i bet most of the time it's not as cool as it sounds i guarantee you it's not. <laughs> 
I you're know 65 guys that do that. and you're trying to, I don't know, you're taking Viagra or something. And Testosterone. Yeah. Dude, I know, I know plenty of guys that do that. What they do, well, now it's more common than ever because nowadays you can go on Instagram or these things. Girls are selling sex nowadays. It's yeah. empowering themselves. I hate to say it. It's like, yeah, OnlyFans, but for like Filipinos. Right. And they do, they got girls right around. Dude, I'm sure I got nobody in New York. He's about. He's probably sixty himself, but he's and he's fit, and dude, that's what he does. He'll he'll throw girls. He drives. He, he'll throw girls like two hundred bucks or four hundred bucks to come over and bang them on camera, uh, wow. and he'll have their face out of it. It's just like his thing, and he'll get two girls, and he drops a lot of money. And I seen the girls are like. They're all like 20, 21 to them. It's a fun experience. Oh, wow. You know, but I mean like that guy, it's like how how long can you keep that going? That's my thing. It wouldn't be for me because I would just feel like I'm definitely getting used. But you know what else is crazy? These younger girls, they go after older guys. Like oh, even me. some younger girls, yeah. I'm like, what's your problem? I had a girl come up to me not that long ago. Just really like she's like telling me she's 19 or about to be 19. And I'm like, listen, go be a child still. Like, yeah. You're 18 years old. Give it a shot. What are you doing? Yeah. Don't give up until you're 30. <laughs> yeah. I'm 20 <laughs> years older than uh, And some guys, they'll be, hop on that in a heartbeat. What's so funny, though, is that like all these guys who have that fantasy of like, I'm going to get that Filipino girlfriend. Yeah. Now she's she's going to be 20 years old. I'm going to be 75. They all think that like, oh, this girl is just going to like look up to me and she's going to be all nice to me. But there's a really good chance that by the time you get to that age, people at the Philippines has just they've also been coming up this whole time. Yeah. So that girl is also just she's going to make funny, you know. Right. She's, it's not going to be as cool as it sounds. She's going to have you on TikTok. I'm with my old. She'll be like, yeah. I'm with my bank card. Yeah, she'll look call at this you piece some. of shit. Right. Yeah. She's going to be live streaming. Everybody's going to be making fun of you. I can't believe I'm kissing him. What? Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah, right. Look how much Viagra he took. And you're going to see. Still can't get ki- it up. Yeah. Your kids that haven't spoke to you in 20 years are going to be on the live. And that whole time you were like, I mean, you work. These guys work so hard to save up all that money. And just imagine the end of your life. You're just disappointed. Right. And she's running through that shit <laughs> in weeks. You know, too, that you're in like the Philippines <laughs> and you're just on Google. Like, all right, what's another poor country? Well, the thing is, those countries, they're so much smarter. The I don't want to say smarter, but, you know, they're in America. Like, you know, I think it's a little different to where in the Philippines, this girl's going to take care. She's going to hustle you. Right. In America, I don't know if it's the same. I feel like, you know, these girls in America, they actually are just here for the ride. Like, you know, they'll be right. like, it'll be a fun experience with their friends. But the girl in the Philippines is like, she's transferring over bank information to her family. Yeah, well, it's more, tra- I think it's it's more understood. It's, yeah, the transactional it's, period. It's transactional and it's like, you go into it knowing that this isn't about love. This is a, you know, there's a reason why this is happening. Right. Whereas in America, I think you got to pretend a little bit more up top. Yeah. Even if you see like old guy who's with young girl here, it's like, they still got to put up that front. And they got to put, they got to post that 
Instagram photo where they look like they're really, you know. Yeah, trying to fall in love. Yeah. Me, personally, it's like, I don't, when you see these guys bragging about how their girlfriend's 21 and they're 40, I see this all the time, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, like, what are you proud you manipulated a 20-year-old? That's easy. Go manipulate a girl that's 30. Get, right. Get her Manipulate a guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's see that. I'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go manipulate a smart gay guy. Uh, dude, like... dude, fuck that. A guy from car- a cartel. Oh, yeah. Let's... Get him to... To yeah, hang right. out with you in a dress. Let's see how well he can fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll be impressed. Yeah. Look at my girlfriend. He's got razor blades in his mouth. <laughs> but I think it's just like so many people go through life. Like so much of regular life in America is so there's no dignity to it and there's no pride. You just spend all day. I mean, that guy probably spends 40 years working, not being the manager, just getting shit on the entire time. Right. In his head, he's like, oh, he's counting down the days. So I'm going to be the king. Once yeah. I get this money up, I'm gonna move to Cambodia and become a king. Everybody's gonna look up to me, and then you get to Cambodia and you're still a loser. Right. Think about that. Yeah. All and the little kids are playing soccer, making fun of you. Yeah. Maybe you could pay a few people to fan you down with leaves. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's how it. long does that last? Right. Those kids are all in college. They're learning how to code. Right. They got ChatGPT <laughs> over there too. Yeah. The a- how- AI is gonna fuck it up for these guys. Yeah, they're sick of putting on the little outfits. Yeah, it's like, right? yeah, we're, do- <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Feed yourself grapes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? At a certain point, it's like, ah, damn, I got yeah. stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little kids, it's like, I, I got a podcast to record, but yeah. you better, yeah, fan yourself. I got to find a cure for Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, right? I got stuff to do. I'm a Cambodian chit kid who's got a future ahead of him. It's like, the worst is those people that come back. Like, I knew one dude, he was like, did his FUs to everybody. And he went to like Grand Cayman. I don't know how he found yeah. some girl like right outside of Florida, forty minute f- flight from Florida. So it's still you're not really that far from the U.S. Right. But um, he manipulated some girl over there, I guess, and uh, he ended up marrying her for citizenship. Wow. And uh, he ended up coming back though because, you know, dude, you can't just go to Grand Cayman. Like I mean, you, you got to go with the plan. Right. You really got to have like a bunch of money. It's like, first I'm going to do this and then I'm going to start selling some diamonds. Right. And get some like, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, start selling Coke or something. But it's like, that's the other problem with retiring is like, it's one thing if you retire in your hometown and it's like, you know where everything is. It's like, here's the baseball diamond and go to the gym here. If you retire overseas, you don't know, you don't have a routine. Right. So it's like, even if you have that hot 20 year old wife, it's like, what do you do all day? Right. You're just stewing in it. Because there's no jobs. Like, what jobs are you going to do? Stand outside and roll cigars? Like, Well, do you need, like, old people got to stay busy. Right. That's the key to being old, I'm learning from my parents, is that you really got to have a habit. You got to have, like, you're not taking time off. Even if you're not working, you got to do shit or you just lose your mind. You need that house up in the mountains. Well, you need, like, a wooden thing to whittle, or you got to make some, like, model airplanes or something. Oh, yeah. You got to keep yourself busy. I mean, just, you can only fuck that young wife for so long. Right. And then eventually your back hurts. (laughs) And then then what do you do? Yeah, and honestly, (laughs) it's like, are you really going to, I mean, you're going to get bored of of anything like that. Like, I get bored. One week I'm on vacation, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Day number five, I'm like, all right. Well, you just need something to do. You can only lay on the beach for like a couple hours. Right. You go in the water for an hour, you eat some pineapple, and then it's like, yeah, it's only two o'clock. 
It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'll tell you what a lot of people do. They end up retiring and going to Europe. You ever been to a Europe beach? They're all topless. Oh, and right. these old guys just walk around with their phone recording girls all day, topless. Even that, though, it's like, does that, it's got to get old. Right. <laughs> Everything gets old. That's the thing, is that, like, it's all about, people have a fantasy of what retirement's going to look like, and their retirement in their head is a vacation. How long do you think it takes for somebody to actually get old? Like, say you were to go out, like, because we were talking about how you could, um, we could go out. But I didn't know people could just come to America, take out a bunch of loans, and go back to DR, and it doesn't matter. Right. Because, you know, if we do that, I, you, they will attach your wages. So you would just think, like, well, why isn't everybody doing that? But, like, what, like, say somebody were to go out and start scamming it around, 45 50 yeah do you think when they hit 62 they're not going to be recognizable anymore 72 uh, uh, i mean it depends 70. how sophisticated you are at scamming because if you are the kind of guy who's just like running up credit cards and it's like hey pay this card off with this other card and you're yeah. running that it's like that credit if you're staying in america they don't forget about that right credit card company they're always going to go after you at some point and the checking the cash scams, like, dude, the way these printers and Apple computers work, man, people took it to a whole nother level. I don't know if anybody's onto this yet, but remember, we had the car scam before. Yeah. And I thought I had a good scam by buying a cheap car that doesn't even run for like 250 bucks. And we'd legit tow it to the place with our car with a chain. Right. And one person's riding the brakes and the one in the back yeah. so you don't hit each other. And, dude, we just have it in the parking lot. We'd show up early. Oh, yeah, I left it there. I had to go to work. Can you appraise it? I'll pick it up after. Oh, well. They don't even know that the car don't run. Wow. Left it unlocked, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then we, we would get, like, a loan for $3,500 off that $200 car. Right. And they would have the title. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So now what people were able to do with MacBooks uh, – I heard this little scam on the street was you can make an identical title now with a MacBook right. that looks exactly like a real title. Like a car title? Yeah. You got a friend that's a notary, yep. throw them 20 bucks, they'll notarize yep. it. You could have 20 titles for the same car yeah. and take out all those loans in one day, come up in 30 grand in eight hours. Right. But then you do got to go to DR or somewhere. That's the question is always when any of these scams, it's like what you got to have an end game going into it because it's like even if if somebody just gave you like 300 grand in cash right now yeah i mean unless you you got to find any place if you're trying to find an apartment you got to find a shady apartment who's going to take cash from you yeah you can't you can't make a paper trail you can't put it anywhere that's where you need a girl that's where you need it but it's like what seems pretty simple in your head is i'm going to be rich i'm going to get an apartment in a car if you're doing it all in cash, everything becomes more complex. Yeah. Trying to do things off the books. Well, you got to get a girl to be your, your front person and you're just funding everything. But then even then, it's like, then you got other shit to worry about there. Oh, yeah. There's you never off. Yeah. And you you can't, you can never like report anything. Right. You get a car, you get into an accident, your insurance situation's weird. Oh, and then medical. Yeah. So, I mean, like any of those guys who have like, yeah, like the guy we know who like who's on the run. Yeah, and it's like, I think you you're not going to starve to death because you can always work and get, get a cash cash job. Oh, you work as a mover, right? Whatever. But it's like if you can never, the system is there for a reason. Yeah, you always got to work within the system because once you try to start going out of the system, you realize why the system is there. 
Yeah, living off the grid. I don't, man, you know. Think about it too. If it's like if you move to the Philippines when you're 65, you got to move to a place where the government doesn't even work. Huh. You move to a place and you end up having to bribe all these people. Yeah. You're paying in cash. You don't know if this guy's ripping you off. Right. I don't even know if guns are legal. That is wild. What what limit of stealing do you have to do, do you think? Where's the limit where you could actually get in some shit? Like, where's the FBI step in? You think it's got to be a million? Like, you know, it depends who, you're, depends who you're stealing it from. Oh, uh, that's interesting. If you're taking it from, like, a bank and you really scam a bank, that bank, they, they have a connection to the FBI. And they have, connect, they have, you know, people they can contact. But if you're just, like, scamming people, I think it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I worked for a scammer, dude. He was so good, dude. Yeah. I don't know how somebody gets so good and they're not in prison. You know, another thing, dude, he was a heroin addict. There's something about drug addicts. They're just naturally the best scammers. I feel like they, they make need the it, best they, salesmen. They, they need it the most. Yeah. It's not even just like this guy wants to get a PlayStation. It's like, no, he's trying to not be sick. Dude, I'm moving him. <laughs> and he shot up some dope and gnawed off, dude. He's messed wow. up bad. And he's like, I just, I have to lay here. I can't move. I push too much. Wow. And dude, I'm just sitting there like, are you going to be all right? And yeah. he's like, yeah, he's just laying there like this. And dude, I'm moving all this boxes of fake IDs. Wow. Like the dude had 4,000 IDs he made, like Man. fake IDs. And he was telling me, dude, he had an Escalade. He's like, yeah, I got to get rid of it in a few days. And I'm like, why? It still had the 30-day tag on it. I'm wow. like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, scammers love to tell you they're scammers. That's where yeah. they all fall down. They got to brag to somebody. Yep, yep. So he's trying to buy me stuff. He's like, let's go. No, let's go to Marshall's. I'll buy you some clothes. I've, not, I've never <laughs> worked for somebody that's right. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. you know, I'm all right. And he's like, no. And like, he bought me two coffees. He's like, I just got you an extra one. When I seen the two coffees, the fake credit cards, I said, okay, he's going to scam me too. Right. And he did. He got me. I moved all his stuff, busted my ass, dude, wow. and moved him into one of those offices that you rent and they kept saying they were like listen you cannot live here i know what you're up to wow and dude he was living there wow he rented one of the offices in new york 24-hour access man 300 or 400 a week it's a little room inside a, a multiple office space yeah it's a we work or something yeah and i don't know how long he got away with it man i scammed a storage unit once i got to move in and live there yeah. I had no money, dude. Well, I don't know if I really scammed them, but I lived there for a month. Dude. I slept there during the day. <laughs> they not, had no clue. That is not scamming. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for a business and you used it like in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's not a scam, but I, every day I slept there from like, you know, from when it would open up at like, I think 5.30 a.m. Wow. And then I just lay on cardboard in my little unit. See, it's crazy when you hear about a scammer like that, though, because it's like you would think that when you're at that level of elite scamming, you got to be even more disciplined than a regular person because you're trying to live two lives at once. You're trying not to get caught up in all this. You got to be slightly bipolar. But like I mean, that guy, cheat. well, no, in my mind, it's like uh, remember that Robert De Niro movie? Uh, I think is it Ronin or something. He's like the assassin. I didn't see and it. He's like super. I can't I only remember parts of it, but he's like super disciplined. It's kind of like heat. Yeah. Where he's like, this is the guy who's always planning ahead. He yeah. always feels there's something coming on. He could, he, you know, he, he sleeps exactly this much time. Yeah. When you look at his closet, everything's folded up a certain way. 
if you're gonna be a scammer, you got to be like that. Yeah. But it's like that guy who's a junkie and he's trying to do all this shit. It's like think about how many plates are spinning in his head at the same time. Bro, and not to mention how many people are coming after you. Yeah. People come after everybody. Like, dude, I was researching that um, tech guy that got killed on the Lower East Side a few yeah. years ago. What was that about, man? Somebody got his ass. Yeah. Cut him up and killed him, snuck in, professional building. Well, you just know it was like he was up to some shit. It had to be. Yeah. There's the one TikToker, I think, that went missing for exposing casino secrets on gambling. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, dude. What? Yeah. They just said the casinos ain't playing. They'll break your wrist. Yeah. Tell him he got hit by a car. The I've- lesson in all of this is that there's a reason why things are the way they are. You know what I mean? There's a reason why 65-year-old guys generally don't have a 20-year-old wife. Yeah. And there's a reason why... You're supposed to just retire in your hometown and work a regular job. Yeah. Because once you start trying to like, oh, I'm going to be the guy who does it different, your life gets fucked up. Yeah. And it's like you think that you found a way out of the system, but it's like, no, you just found a way. You're gonna, you're gonna, A bunch of other shit's going to go wrong for you now. And there's some people that like I do the cruise ships and there's people that retire on them cruises. They go, hey, I figure I got five more years of good life left. Instead of being in hospice, I'm going to be here. And they'll tell oh you, you God. know, sometimes I don't know where I am. And they'll, dude, they'll go missing. Somebody went, <laughs> and then the, you find them, and they were like in a broom closet sleeping. It's like, wow. the hell are you doing with yourself? Man, that's what a way to, <laughs> the last years of your life. Yeah. I like that. You got some fucking stand-up comedian who keeps walking in on you. Yeah. When you're just passed out on your broom closet. Pulling you out. Yeah, talking about you. Huh? Hey. Well, think about it. It's either... Would you rather be that or would you rather be the 65-year-old who never left Youngstown? That's a good point. The guy who's just sitting on his, he sits on his porch and then for during the day, then at night he goes inside and sits on his couch and watches TV. You know, that's... He eats his little like microwave meal. Yeah. A little can of tuna every once in a while. And I've talked to those people and their regret is not doing it. My grandmother, um, she was telling me, you know, how she always, when I used to ask her, should I move to New York? She's like, go, just go. There's things I wish I would have done. And I always thought I'd always have time to do it. Right. And then she's like, she told me, you know, sad truth, I guess. But when you get older, she's like, when you really look back, you may think 30 years is a long time. But, you know, think back to when you were seven. That was 30 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Right. It's a blink of an eye ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're 77, it's going to be one more blink. You know, maybe I got to revise my statement where it's like, all right, if you're going to go to the Philippines and fuck the 22-year-old girl, do it for like a week. Right. Yeah. Get back on the boat and go home. And Don't wants- try to like start. Don't think that you're going to become a king in these other countries. Yeah. If you're a loser here, you're going to be a loser there too. Right. It's just, all right, maybe you get to, you know, get your rocks off. Yeah. But it's like, get it out of your system. Get back on the ship and like, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> right. Don't be the guy who's hanging around. Yeah, just hanging out, waiting to go next. <laughs> yeah, right. You got your, is, is Moon le- ready yet? <laughs> yeah, no, right. Moon's still in there. Yeah, you're, you're all red looking and shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to get your sunscreen, but they don't got it there. Yeah. They're selling you some cheap shit. Telling all those old stories. Oh, back in the day, we'd go out to disco. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, ah, do it once. 
Yeah. I knew I knew a group of guys, man, they were all married and they dude, their whole goal was to go to Ensenada and bang hookers. They couldn't they're car salesmen, surprise, right. you know. But they were all married group of guys. They married their high school sweethearts. You know how they do it in these small towns. Yeah. And then they're like, Yeah, you know, one of them got divorced in the group. His yeah. wife left him and he took all his money, you know, so his friends brought him out there to cheer him up. And they that was that's what they did to cheer him up. They had him he banged a hooker for two minutes in the dirt in some back hole in Ensenada behind a taco shop. Wow. And like I know the spot, not that I've ever been there, but um yeah. <laughs> you walk by it and you see it's just it's very open in Ensenada. Right. They don't hide it. They're like, Hey, you wanna fuck for a hundred? Wow. And you know, anyways they took him there and that was, you know, that was his thing. I mean, that's that like uh, post nut clarity kind of thing, though. <laughs> where it's just in a blink of an eye, it's in an immediate moment, you're just like, right, what, did I, what did I just do? <laughs> what was the, was that worth it? Yeah. Could I have done this in Ohio? Oh my God, your feet are in the dirt. <laughs> Chickens running around. Well, you're just thinking, like, all right, I got to get back on this flight tomorrow. Go see my wife. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, maybe I could have found an easier way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't got to come all the way out here and get sunburned. Yeah, I was on the ocean. And when you go to Ensenada, they take you slow. It's right by California, but they got to make it a trip. You yeah. Know? Can't just take you there in 45 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, you're a whole week. It's a week venture when right. you're going there. And then you got three days to just wonder, okay, is any diseases going to pop up? Am I going to get any lesions? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bring it back to my wife, uh-huh. my loving wife of my four children. Uh-huh. <laughs> and some guys, it's other plans. Like Some guys are like their whole life goal is like to go live in the outside. I knew one dude he was married, dude. Oh, like in the woods or something? Yeah, and that was his whole thing. And he just, what do you call dude? When he hit a certain age, he set up a tent in his backyard <laughs> and just lived in it. Wow. You know, didn't fucked even his go kids out, up. Didn't even go out into the woods. No, just, well, his backyard had some woods. Well, yeah. Florida guy. But, you know. I can almost respect that, though. I mean, like, not, not that particular, but, like, the kind of guys who was like, I'm just going to move into nature. Right. That is actually, like, the most, like, living according to the earth kind of way right it's, right it's like if you're like 70 years old and you're living in the mountains and you're like a hermit and you live in like it's all just in around trees and then you're 75 80 years old and you get killed by a bear right that is like the, that's what god intended for you right there and that's a good way to go out yeah at least that bear gets to eat and it's like you get to really like you're living like an animal then you're catching fresh salmon I feel like I didn't really start living my life fully till I moved to New York. You have to chase your dream to live your life. Like, right. in Ohio, dude, I was just working and getting drunk. Oh, it's dollar beer nights at Minsky's. And we're all down there, same affliction t-shirts, seven right. dudes, you know. Yeah, hey, it's a good life, though. Yeah. It I, can be. <laughs> I, I guess. guess. It depends for some people. Getting shut down by underage girls that are 20 that snuck in, ain't uh. even old enough to drink. Yeah, you know you're buying them those bars we all drank at those bars when we were 18 i didn't even know the legal drinking age was 21 wow. these small towns i'm like what are you talking i remember we went to pittsburgh like a bigger city and we were 19 and we, they id'd us we're like dude we're fucking 19 <laughs> you didn't even put like a fake id yeah you what just do you mean we your, can't give drink. them your regular id that's so funny i was so shocked i'm like how long has this been in a law because dude i swear <laughs> are I'm you kidding me <laughs> yeah I've been going to bars since this, I was 16. This is some new shit. Yeah. yeah. Never, nobody ever cared ever when I went to bars. No, you don't understand. I want a Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I said it wrong. 
That's funny. Some weird rule here. (laughs) (laughs) Some of that big city shit. Yeah, dude, we had dollar beer nights, man. Jägermeister. All right. And we, dude, even before that, we used to go to the club just to go see all the drama of the nightclub. Right, yeah. People getting thrown out, people getting knocked out, man. Yeah. You know, that I don't know how much of a life that really is. You know, you know what that life is? It's a a bunch of guys sucking up to some girl. You always get that cool girl in the group. She comes up with her own language and everybody starts doing it. You right. know, you only got to be slightly hot enough, have a couple tattoos. Yeah, she she kind of like, oh, this girl's down. Right. Yeah. And she might you kind of imply it a little bit, flirt a little bit. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's down. She'll, she'll be like, oh, it's Beano time. And then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, all these guys that actually, they own houses and cars. Yeah. And they're successful. And they're listening to this little 18-year-old. Hey, guys, it's Beano time. Right. Like, and then that's on social media for your wife to see. Oh, oh did you have fun on Beano time? Yeah. <laughs> Night at the disco. <laughs> Or whatever. You know, the one thing we haven't mentioned in all of this, though, is what happens to that wife? She never has the fantasy of moving to Ensenada. Yeah. It's always, it's the dude fantasy. Well, she got to do her thing before she got married. I guess. That's how it works out. Dude, are you kidding me? I don't know. I guess she keeps the house. I don't know. Well, yeah, but she did it all. She's like, dude, are you kidding? I don't want to be any more of a whore. Do you know what I've done growing up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to forget about that life. <laughs> right, yeah. I guess she's living, you know, she just gets to hang out. Yeah, dude, because that's the opposites of, that's sadly, that's how it works. You could be the day a girl turns maybe 20 or when she becomes an adult, 21. Now she's just... It's a free for all. She meets some guy with a monster truck, then she's she's in his monster truck. You know, right. it's like anything. If she got, you know, we're going on trips to Paris. How'd you go to Paris? Well, I met some guy that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he's in an unhappy marriage. He took me to Paris, bitch. Right. <laughs> you know, but then that thirty-seven-year-old girl, she's gonna go to or fifty-two-year-old girl, she's gonna go to the Philippines. And what do you think her worth is going up there? <laughs> Like, right, that's true. <laughs> you know, she's around all these gorgeous Filipino 22-year-old girls fanning people for 30 cents an hour. Right. It's a different type of life. She's going to go I there. I think, yeah, in the end, though, <laughs> the the wife in the situation has a much more dignified existence. Yes, she does. Than the without guy. a doubt. I mean, the guy is still running around trying to make up for lost time or something. Yeah, we're it's scum. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's like that, especially that kind of guy who has that fantasy of moving overseas. It's like... No, like I said, you're better off in the system. Right. I mean, like, you think you're too cool for the system, but the system is there for a reason. Don't think you're... That's the message in all this, is don't think you're better than anybody else. Yeah. We all got to go through this shit. That's what happens. People start to think, oh, I could do better than her. She's getting older, but... Dude, we're all getting old, and life's getting it bad for everybody, but Uh it's going to... Don't... Don't try to go off and do your own thing because it's going to go bad for you. That's guys. Car- that's like the one bad thing about how guys we age well. Like I could be 50 and uh, there could be an honest 25 year old that finds me hot at 50. Right. And but the thing is, she's not going to be the right girl for me. Yeah. Like what type of conversations? I asked my friend who he loves 22 year olds and he's like I said, he's like 60 bro. Wow. And I'm like, what type of conversations are you like, what are you building here? What are you doing? Like, 
when I'm with a girl that I'm dating for a while, you get those things, you care about them. Right. Like, you hear the way they say hello and you just love that. Right, like, right. You're like, you know, oh, I love how she says I want more. Like if you're at a candy store, you know, this 22-year-old <laughs> girl or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds, sounds a little different. <laughs> but, you know, like you, you ever dating somebody for a while and they'll just be like, you know, I don't know. I just I want some chips if there's any extra. And you're just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God, it makes my heart melt. Yeah. There's no 22-year-old that's going to say you know, and then they got the mother gene with these women. They need to take care of us a little when we get older. And, and right. M- women naturally have that motherly gene, you know. Some of them, yeah. Where they're like, you know, they'll just be like, no, you got to do this. Like, yeah. they learn from their mother. And it's cool when they're 40 and wise, but you get some 20-year-old with that motherly gene. You got to put salt on your cheese. They'll yeah, tell you like the dumbest. And you're, you're in your 60s. You're like, the fuck do you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I voted for Ronald Reagan. Yeah, and they, they <laughs> got to let it go. I'm, no, I'm not playing. Put salt on it. 